0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Honda is forging ahead with fuel cell vehicles. In fact, it's going to start making a fuel cell CRV in 2024 at the same assembly plant in Marysville, Ohio, where it made the Acura NSX. In addition to the fuel cell, it will even have a big enough battery for plug-in driving. That's so drivers don't have to rely solely on hydrogen fuel. The assembly plant, called the Performance Manufacturing Center, is a very low volume facility. So, Honda is making sure it doesn't overcommit to making fuel cell vehicles until they can establish themselves in the marketplace. Well, this is totally shocking, but first let's dial back the clock a little bit. Federal prosecutors forced the UAW to change the way it elects officers because of rampant corruption in the union. Union members used to elect delegates who would then elect the officers. But the feds forced the union to go to direct election of officers. You'd think that that would energize the rank and file, but just the opposite happened. Here's the shocking part. Only 11% of UAW members voted for their new officers. That means nearly 90% didn't even bother. One union member said that's because They don't see any value in voting because they don't think anything is going to change. China is running into problems with COVID lockdowns and nationwide protests against the government's policies. But sales of new energy vehicles continue to grow at a rapid pace. LMC Automotive says that last month, sales of BEVs and PHEVs were up 67% and 150% respectively. BEVs accounted for 22% of total car sales, while PHEVs accounted for 9%. The top three BEVs by production were the BYD Song, the Wuling Hongguang Mini EV, and the Tesla Model Y. Through October, Chinese customers bought almost 5.3 million BEVs and PHEVs. Reports out of Germany say Volkswagen is in talks with Foxconn to possibly make the electric Scout pickup an SUV at its plant in Lordstown, Ohio. No surprise there for us. We reported two months ago that Scout was considering using a contract manufacturer or even building its own greenfield plant. We're also pretty sure that Scout is talking to Magna because our sources tell us, that Magna is soon going to announce that it will build an assembly plant somewhere in North America. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, Connected Car, Diagnostics, Remote Testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. For the first time ever, the Opel Astra will be available with an all-electric powertrain. One reason for that is that Opel is now part of Stellantis after being sold off by GM. And the Astra was transferred to Stellantis's modular EMP2 platform, which can accommodate multiple propulsion types and is also used for vehicles like the Peugeot 408 and Citroen C5X. The Astra Electric is driven by a single electric motor that puts out 115 kilowatts or 156 horsepower. The battery pack has 54 kilowatt hours of space and provides up to 416 kilometers or roughly 260 miles of range according to the WLTP cycle. However, that underbody-mounted battery pack does chop down on luggage space a bit. Look for the new Astra Electric to start reaching dealers in the spring of next year. Volkswagen is delaying Project Trinity. This was meant to completely transform the way it manufactures EVs and slash the time it takes to build them and it was going to spawn a new premium electric vehicle. A new factory near its main plant in Wolfsburg was going to be built next year, and vehicles were supposed to start rolling down the line in 2026. But now that's getting pushed back until at least 2028. Now under new management, VW says that by waiting, ICE production will decline at the main plant, clearing up room for Trinity so it won't have to spend $200 million for that new plant as well. Another reason for the delay is that Volkswagen's moonshot software program called Cariad, which is going to be used by Trinity, ran into monumental problems and wasn't going to be ready. Hyundai is making a flurry of moves to source more EV batteries. Earlier this week, it signed a deal with SK On to open a battery factory in the U.S., And it's also reportedly in talks with LG Energy to build two more battery plants in the U.S. And now over in China, Hyundai has signed a deal with battery maker CATL to use its cell-to-pack batteries. CATL could start supplying the batteries as early as next year, which is expected to be enough to power 70,000 EVs. CATL's cell-to-pack batteries integrate the cells into the packs without modules. And the design improves energy density and simplifies manufacturing, which ultimately reduces cost. And in other Hyundai news, the head of group design, Luke Donkerwolke, has been promoted to a president from an executive vice president. He will still hold his other title as chief creative officer and continue to oversee design for the Hyundai, Kia, and Genesis brands. At Schaeffler... Since today is the last day of the month, automakers will be in a mad scramble to close as many sales as they can by the end of the day. Tomorrow, they'll count up everything they sold, and on Friday, they'll report what they counted up. Ward's Intelligence is forecasting that sales in the U.S. market will be up 9% compared to a year ago. General Motors is expected to post the biggest gain, up a whopping 39%. But remember, GM came into the quarter with 95,000 fully assembled unsold trucks because of the chip shortage. But late in the summer, it got the chips it needed. Wards also predicts that Hyundai-Kia will see a 25% increase in sales, with Nissan and Toyota both up 10%. But Stellantis is expected to see a 16% drop, with Honda down 7% and Ford down 5%. And on Friday, we'll be able to compare notes and see if that's how sales turned out. It was just over a month ago that we reported the electric Corvette was going to go into production in 2026, but not at the Corvette plant in Bowling Green, Kentucky, rather at GM's Grand River plant in Lansing, Michigan, alongside an electric Buick SUV and an electric Cadillac sedan. So we speculated that the electric Corvette would be an SUV. And now Car and Driver reports that GM is scheduled to announce Corvette as its own sub-brand for 2025 and will not only offer an SUV, but also a four-door coupe. This is a bit shocking to think of, but let us know how you feel in the comments. And you don't want to miss Autoline After Hours tomorrow. Our guest is Jim Morrison, the head of the Jeep brand in North America. How is he going to fight off suitors to the throne like Bronco and Scout And how's he going to handle the transition to electric Jeeps? Maybe the Wrangler and Grand Cherokee 4xe are a sign of what Jeep can do. Tune in tomorrow when John and Gary go live at 3 p.m. Eastern time right here on the AutoLine channel. And that brings us to the end of today's show. Thanks for tuning in.